Hello again. Now this week as the island celebrates its national day, all the patient signal noise I continue to hear on a daily basis seems to be the C word. Either or, COVID or cancer, take your pick. The so-called R rate may be dropping, but the continual feed of COVID infection takes its toll and it's continued to dominate the news. Be it the older soul, who though fully jabbed, has come down with this eventually and discovering all these new and novel symptoms they never thought they'd get. Recalling flu-like illnesses, putting their flu sort of plans in place, fingers crossed. Some are experiencing some gut issues too. That's a bit unusual. But COVID can bring, this new strain can bring nausea, occasionally vomiting, and certainly an upset tummy with diarrhoea. Then this leads us to the other C word, cancer. Six little letters that can shatter a life. Plans was up in smoke in a couple of uttered vows. Last week, and for some weeks prior to this, we've all just looked on with amazement and awe, with those stories, those pictures of the fresh-faced Deborah James. Hmm, her bowel cancer, with that combination of humour, cheek, mildly outrageous chattering in cahoots with her other podcast mates involved in this now widely sort of new thing, the podcast. I know, it's a weird old widget name, podcast. <laughs> Thrown from a pod, a bit like ab ovo in Latin, from ancient times, from the egg. The podcast then, entitled You, Me and the Big C, featuring three women all engulfed with different cancers. Two of those original three have now passed on. Deborah James, of course, has done that. Her Big C was bowel cancer. Unusual in a 40-year-old, or yes, but increasingly, no. 40-year-olds don't get cancer, do they? Yeah, it's much more common, of course, in the ageing body. But for bowel cancer, the several modifiable factors there in our lifestyles are there in Western society. So-called Western diets, processed foods, lack of fibre, red meat incrementally the risk increasing, alcohol again incrementally the risk increasing, the bigger the risk, the higher the chances of catching or developing bowel cancer. Obesity, smoking, it's always smoking. In fact, <laughs> by reducing the risk of psoriasis flares on the skin, smoking is across the board simply catastrophically bad for bodies. <laughs> Lots has been out there recently in the medical press, though, regarding early diagnosis of bowel cancer. And the same messages flow again and again. Early diagnosis is key. Deborah James's tumour in her bowel was apparently over 6 centimetres when diagnosed after tests following, apparently, a lot of bleeding from her bottom. Bowel cancers typically start life as a single cell. A single cell. Thousands could fit onto a pinhead. The bowel, a flexible, moving, worm-like tube with no pain receptors really for such things, so they don't notice. It's not like an exposed tooth screaming for attention. No, that single cell slowly over many years, often dividing and growing until it starts to reveal itself, either by constricting and squeezing the bowel lining because it's a bit stiff, it does, it's not as flexible as the rest, or bleeding from the surface, or producing some goo from its surface. 
disorganized surface of the cancer tend to have some tiny blood vessels like veins on a leaf and they leak tiny imperceptible amounts of blood. Here lies the key message then. Find that blood loss, invisible that it may be, and unlock the puzzle. When I was a medical student, before x-rays or anaesthetics or antibiotics were invented, seems that way. We just had an old stick to bite on if we broke a leg. Yeah, right. It's not exaggeration. Anyway, we enjoy the wisdom of a consultant gastroenterologist, a gut specialist. What a weird job that was, we thought. And he used to say over and over again, boys, he wasn't very sort of mm, gender neutral those days. It was always boys. Don't stargaze. Stoolgaze. Stoolgaze. Check your poos. Consider any changes to your poos then. And reason why. Is it diet? Illness? Medication? Lots of things. Change your water even. And if you're concerned, query this. Thankfully, we have a new sort of tool in our stool box to allow us to detect even invisible blood in the stools. It's called a FIT, a faecal immunochemical test. It involves dipping a small brush into a fresh poo sample, popping it into the tube supplied with the said brush, and bingo, the results arrive quickly. Already we have this new test available at lower sensitivity levels, though, within our national bowel screening for the over-60s, soon, I believe, to be reduced to the over-50s, and quite right, too. A positive test prompting, well, an standard two-week waiting time appointment for a gut check. About 10% of new bowel cancers are now in the under-50s, and likely with our lifestyles to keep growing. And this group, outside the present screening age, cut off, so we need to find these things early. We need some new rules to guide us. So bleeding from your bottom, never ignore it. Is it hemorrhoids? Can you check it yourself? Don't think so. Get it looked at. Persistent changes in your bowel habits or bloating or pain that defies rest, dietary changes, whatever it is. It's going on, it's not too much spicy food, fatty, vegetable, boozy stuff, whatever it is, get it looked at, consider that. That fit, that test might be appropriate, as may simple blood screening to detect blood loss or anemia or even low iron levels in your blood. In the United States, anybody over the age of 50 with even mildly unexplained low iron levels are offered a colon check. It's not always a tube at the bottom for the timid Nope, other varieties of tests are available. In essence, it's your gut, it's your body. You have to take charge here. Hide under a bushel, as I said in the Bible. That bowel cancer, <laughs> he doesn't mind. It's not going anywhere. It'll continue to continue until it announces its presence in other ways you may not like. <sighs> that was a poo topic, wasn't it? <laughs> but it's important. Till next week, cheerio.